At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. For two of the Greg Peterson experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. We've got such a good hour coming up for you guys. We're going to be joined in 15 minutes by Dan Leach. Dan does a tremendous job taking a look at so many different fronts. We're going to ask him a little bit about the All-Star game and just what he's making out of the NBA landscape in general. He does great work over at DTMSquatchPicks.club, and he's going to be joining me, talking a little bit about what he's looking at there. We'll get a little bit in terms of the NFL futures perspective with him as well. We'll see if he's got anything on this Monday college basketball card as well. He's a... Just all worldly about everything. So we always have a great time whenever Dan is aboard. And he's one of only two people that have ever filled in on the Greg Peterson experience. He and Mr. Jeff Parles are in a league of their own. So it's going to be great to be able to have Dan aboard in 15 minutes. We're going to get you guys my DK Network write-up pick here in a second as well. But do want to alert you guys as well. If you're taking a look at this Minnesota versus Rutgers game, Minnesota's really opened this up. This was tied 37-37 to at the half. Minnesota currently up 56-44, though Rutgers is going to the free throw line. They're probably going to make this a 46-56 game with about 12 minutes remaining. You're looking at a live line at last check. Rutgers was a underdog of about 10.5, 11.5 points, depending upon what book you were taking a look at there. So we will keep you guys abreast there because my write-up pick for Sunday was actually Minnesota laying the numbers. So we want to be able to root that one home and also get you guys set for what is going to be a tremendous Monday as well. We'll get you guys that one in a second, but first thing for, first things first, we have to pay to ode to a team that they always get the job done. They do a tremendous job, and they, like myself, making the trek on over to Sundays. You are going to be getting me moving forward at the time slot of 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. That would be 7 to 10 Eastern time out there on the East Coast. And, hey, hour number two, we're actually getting our time zones right on this one as well. So, hey. We're already doing a better job, and if you're looking Monday through Thursday, we'll still be joining you guys there, but at a little bit of a different time. That is going to be a time slot of 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern time. If you're out there on the West Coast, that is going to be more of a 6 to 8 Pacific time. That would actually be 9 to 11 Eastern time, 6 to 8 Pacific time. So 
We've got you guys all covered there, and everyone behind the scenes, they've always got us covered as. We've got my producer, Brian. Even when I'm screwing up my time zones, he's able to keep me on point, and he's able to keep things just moving very smoothly on the show. He does a great job setting up all these great guests, and on top of that with Brian, he's got his own podcast, the Concierge Confidential Podcast. If you're ever looking to come out to Love You Las Vegas, you need to know where the hot spots are to be able to grab some grub, be able to get a nice drink, what have you. Brian is your guy there, and he also does a good job on the Oscars front. We might need to get him on in the next week or two, Oscar season. It is going to be here before we know it, and uh, and our good friend Brian, he's done a great job handicapping the Oscars last few years, so always appreciate him. When it comes to being able to watch us on VEASAN.com, YouTube TV, just wherever you're able to get video VEASAN, we have expanded quite a bit. Our technical directors do an absolutely tremendous job. You've got Andrew along with Alexis, and they've got a very difficult task, ha making me look halfway presentable in an in a uh, just video format, moving pictures, what have you. It is a very, very arduous task, and yet they do so also well. That is very much appreciated. And the reason why everything is crisp and clean with regards to the audio, whether you're listening on SportsMap Radio, whether you're listening on VEASAN.com, the iHeartRadio app, what have you. Taylor, he does an absolutely tremendous job there, and he's the balance of this show because and uh, with the move over to the weekends, still have someone to balance out my love of the Green Bay Packers. He is a Chicago Bears fan, and... We actually do agree on this, that the Chicago Bears should be sticking with Justin Fields. I will continue to pound this take. I think that they've got something good there and just don't know what you're getting in terms of Caleb or what you're going to be getting if you're going with the number one overall pick out of USC. So I do certainly think that sticking with Justin Fields, it is the right move and it's always the right move to trust in Taylor. He always does a tremendous job. And if you're listening after the fact, because every single show here at VEASAN, you're able to download it in podcast form every weekday and weekend show. So whether you like the handle, whether you like the look at, which is going to be coming up after myself, follow the money, a numbers game, list goes on and on. It is Jaren's who does a great job uploading all those hours at vsan.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, list goes on and on. Jaren's does a tremendous job there. And then all of our video highlights over on vsan.com at vsin live. He does a great job. On that front as well. So big thanks to everyone behind the scenes. They have made the trip with me over two Sundays as well. And their efforts, they are very much appreciated. And as I always say, because they do such great work behind the scenes, I've got to do a good job with my picks. Hopefully by the end of the show, we'll be 20 games above 500 with these write-up picks. We need Minnesota to be able to get the job done. But we are looking forward to Monday. And like I always say on this show, it doesn't matter whether you're betting the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter whether you're betting on the biggest of the big NBA games, the All-Star game. I told you it was not going to be tipping off at 8 o'clock p.m. or Eastern time because we just know that those introductions take like 100 million billion hours. But whether you're betting that or if you're betting on, oh, I don't know, Florida A&M versus Alcorn State, money is money. And let's on, head on over there. 306-651, 306-652. It is Alcorn State. They play also Florida A&M. A&M is an underdog of nine and a half points. Total on this game is 139. And my right up here is going to be on this total over. Now, Alcorn State has been slowing down their tempo a little bit. They're now outside the top 200 in terms of total possessions per game. But you just take a look at both of these defenses. Despite the fact that Alcorn State has been on a little bit of a nice run. They've given up 60 points or fewer in each other last three games. I take that with a little bit of a grain of salt, though. You take a look at the matchups that they've had. Very, very favorable. One of those games was against Old Mississippi Valley State, and I do think that that has led to a little bit of the hot run that we've seen with this Alcorn State defense, but if you look at the overall just entirety of the season, Alcorn State 
352nd out of 362 teams in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. Going up against a Florida A&M team that has been able to have reinforcements come in and has made this offense look very much more competent. For Florida A&M, they have had their scoring issues all throughout the season. 352nd in the country out of 362 D1 teams in terms of points scored on a per-possession basis. Now, you're probably thinking for and over that there has to be some trepidation there, but... You want to take a look at what they've done ever since Jalen Spear has come into the fold. That is the top scorer of Florida A&M. He was out until December 30th. That was his first action that came against South Carolina. If you look at what Florida A&M had done with their offense prior to then, they were averaging about 80.5 points per one-hour possessions, a bottom five mark in all of college basketball. Not saying that they've been the monsters ever since then, but they're averaging 98.2 points per one-hour possessions with Spear in the fold. That is a difference of about 17.7 points per one-hour possessions, and thus, I do think that you've got a lot of value on these Florida A&M overs, as we are taking a look at Florida A&M versus Alcorn State right here on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. That is our write-up for Monday, and with this Alcorn State team, they're also going to allow you to have quite a few second chances. Really, both of these teams they are not the world's greatest at being able to close out on the glass. Alcorn State, in terms of defensive rebound rate, Tour 90th in all of college basketball. They allow opponents to grab an offensive rebound on 29.8% of their missed shots. Meanwhile, in a roadside shoot court venue for AM, they're allowing opponents to grab 30.9% of their missed shots as an offensive rebound. That is 280th in all of college basketball. You've also got a Florida AM team that is really gonna, for lack of a better term, let this Alcorn State team cook. They don't generate turnovers whatsoever. In SWAC play, they are generating 9.8 turnovers per game. Among all teams across all conferences, that is a bottom 25 mark in terms of turnovers generated per game. So you're going to have a lot of good, clean possessions for an Alcorn State team that they're going to be able to have their opportunities from three-point range against Florida A&M. Florida A&M is allowing opponents to shoot 37.5% from three-point range. That is 335th in all of college basketball. Meanwhile, Alcorn State at home, they're allowing opponents to shoot a whopping 41.6% from three-point range. Now, you might look at the first matchup, and that was a matchup that Alcorn State was able to win by a count of 76-67, and you might be looking at it saying, hey, both of these teams, they shot right around about 40% from three-point range. I expect that to happen once again. Like, both of these perimeter defenses have been completely non-existent all season long. You do have Keith Lamar on the side of Florian M. He's been able to do a relatively solid job. He's packing in there about 12.6 rebounds per game. And Florian M., last year they were one of the most ghastly teams on offense in all of college basketball. They've been able to help things out a little bit. And I do think that down low, Elkhorn State does have a little bit of an advantage because you've got Jeremiah Kendall. He's been able to give you about seven rebounds per game. Byron Joshua is someone that's been in the full for quite a few years. And for Elkhorn State, they've actually won the SWAC regular season each out of the last two years. They're sitting right around 500 in the conference. You know that they're going to be wanting to make a little bit of noise in this one. It's an Elkhorn State team that... They only turned the ball over about 12 times for contest. They've been able to do a relatively solid job on that front as well. They have enough depth to be able to really go through and make some like hockey-style line changes as well. And I do think that with Alcorn State, they are going to be able to rack up quite a few points on a Flurry and M team that in conference are allowing about 77 points per game. I do think that this is going to be much like what we saw the first time around where Alcorn State was able to get past the 75-point plateau. So my write-up here is going to be on the over. I do think that Florida A&M does just enough to be able to hold in there. Jalen Spear has really been able to help out this lineup. So I did set my line at eight. Here now that we're seeing at a nine and a half, I'm going to be willing to take the nine and a half with Alabama a or with Florida A&M. And when it comes to the spot, 
my write-up that is on the over semi-total at 146 right now. We're seeing that between about a 138 and a half to a 139. And then if you're looking at another game that I think is going to be very intriguing for this college basketball Monday, I mean, you can look no further than the old MEAC matchup between South Carolina State and Howard. 3 of 6, 639, 3 of 6, 640. Howard finds themselves as a 7-point favorite. And your total on this game, you're going to be getting at, at about a 150 to a 150 and a half. With Howard, they've got Seth Towns, who has really been doing a nice job for this bunch. He's been able to supply the team with about 15-plus points per contest. But while Howard has a lot of sizzle, you've got Seth Towns being able to put up there some big numbers. You've had Bryce Harris be able to do a solid job as well. He's been able to supply the team with right around about 15 to 16 points per contest. South Carolina State has become one of those holes greater than the sum of its parts teams. They don't have anyone that really generates north of 9 points per contest, but this is a top 125 team with regards to rebound rate, and they go up against a Howard team that could be very sloppy. They're outside the top 300 with regards to turnovers on a per-possession basis. Howard, they've got the sizzle, but they really don't execute the little things. I did set South Carolina State as a 6.5-point underdog, so I'm going to be willing to take the points. You got two teams that absolutely gun it as well. Semi-total 154.5. Think that this game is going to be snug enough for late game felling, so going to be looking at the over as well. And coming up next, we're going to be talking with one of our good friends. And Dan Leach, we're going to be talking a little bit about the NBA All-Star game, the NBA second half of the season, and so much more on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you haven't already, check out this on vsin.com. All of my daily handicap lines, they're right there. We've got so many articles coming up day in and day out, diving in on the NBA, college basketball, everything on the betting menu. It is right there. We've got it all broken down for you. And the new vsin.com, it is improved with the way that you're able to access it on your mobile device. So check it out, the all new vsin.com. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. It is always great to be joined by this man, Dan Leach. He does an absolutely tremendous job taking a look at so many different things. You want basketball, he's got you covered. You want football, he's got you covered. I mean, he's just a man of so many different talents. And Dan, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. 
Well, hey, it's always a pleasure to see you, but you, you forgot uh, just general life, music, yes. dancing. There's not, a, there's not much I can't do, man. And I'm very humble about it, too. Absolutely. You certainly are. And you're always able to get great stuff from Dan over at DTM Squatch Picks Club. Always does a tremendous job over there. And Dan, first things first, we've got one big event that is yet to really get started on this Sunday. And that'd be the NBA All-Star Game. This has been a total that has been all over the place. At last check, we've been going down to about 352.5, Depending upon where you look, you're going to find actually variants of multiple points at a lot of books with the way that things have been operating. But how do you take a look at, for one, this all-star game, and two, just exhibitions in general? Because I do always encourage people to tread a little bit more lightly when it comes to something like the all-star game in the NBA. Well, Greg, listen, there's a lot of different ways to, to look at this. First off, you should never, and I think that you've probably said this many times in the past as well, you should never be putting a lot of money on an all-star game, and especially now the Pro Bowl game of the NFL. Who cares about that anymore? <laughs> but whether it's the NHL or the NBA or obviously Major League Baseball, which is a little more, there's a little more value sometimes in, in taking, uh, you know, the Major League Baseball all-star game just because, you know, the lines aren't as crazy. But you never want to put that much money on, on a game like that. You want to have some fun, do your little parlays. Take, I, I, I've, I'll get into it in a minute, but I have a great, I, I think, valued uh, MVP uh, bet that I got that the line started moving on that and going down as well. But you mentioned the total. And obviously this game, the total couldn't be high enough in recent years, but with no Joel Embiid and, and just the way that I think the game flow has been going and the way they, they end it now with, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, the target score in the fourth quarter, I think that you're going to start seeing this line be too high. That's why we're seeing it move down. I, I got it at 357. And then, you know, hours later, you're seeing it, as you mentioned, 352 and a half. It's gone way down. That's the one thing I looked at when it came to the game. I wasn't touching the East or the West. I'm glad it's back to the East and West as opposed to, like, you know, Team LeBron, Team Giannis, whatever. Um, but that's – it's just – there's there's so many different factors. There's no defense. It's obviously an exhibition and a showcase. And it's really about just targeting things like the MVP and, and maybe the total in, in certain years. Otherwise, you know, you don't want to bet on All-Star games, Greg. But I will tell you this. I, I got Luka Doncic at 12 to one and immediately uh, over the last 24 hours, it's, it's gone down. I know there's some nine to ones out there and Luka Doncic and, and Nikolai Djokic, you would think the two of the best players in recent NBA history, maybe ever down the road that they would try more. They don't care about the all-star game, but I feel like Luka is going to have a role tonight, be able to dish the ball. I think he's going to score enough. And if the West win, I think Doncic at 12 to one was great value, but as I mentioned, it's down below 10 to one now. That's what I, I would look at him and Shaker Gary Alexander. He was 12 to one. He's down below 10 to one now. Those were the two guys I looked at for MVP odds. How much do you want to take a look at in an all-star game as well? Perhaps some of these little bit more younger guys, like a Shea Gildress Alexander. You were mentioning Luka Doncic rather than these tried and true veterans like a LeBron James, like a Steph Curry, because I do think that when we talk about these guys a little bit down the line, I feel like everyone wants to be like, oh, he had this one really, really good all-star game. And typically those come, in my opinion, a little bit earlier during these guys' career. Yeah, well, listen, Tyrese Halliburton, he's the guy I would have taken if there was good value in it. He was called basically a fake all-star last year. How did that work out? He has become one of the best guards in the NBA. And I love, I mean, the fact that he's in Indiana, you know it's going to give you that extra juice. If the East win, he's probably going to have a pretty big game, 20-plus points, and would have a great chance to win it. But I hated 6-1. to one. I wasn't touching Giannis. 
you know, you, the younger guys, though, are what you want to look at. And, and Anthony Edwards at almost 10 to 1 was someone I considered. Uh, and obviously, as we mentioned, Halliburton, pretty young. Uh, Donovan Mitchell isn't the youngest anymore, but Donovan Mitchell at 22 to 1 was someone I looked at uh, that would have a chance to have a huge, you know, 25 plus point game and really uh, be a big factor if the East ended up winning. So I think you're right. I mean, it's not to, not to say that you don't want to look at guys like Kevin Durant or Dame Lillard or LeBron James or guys like that. But it really is this next up level, this next up group of guys, and Hal Burton's part of that. Anthony Edwards is part of that. And I think that you're going to see a lot more of those, you know, a lot more effort from people like that. Not that you're not going to see effort from LeBron James and Giannis and Steph Curry, et cetera. But the younger guys, the, the earlier time All-Stars, the first time All-Stars, they want to go out there and they really want to do the best they can and make impressions because, you know, it obviously not just is great for the hard work that earned them the All-Star bid, but it's going to earn them money. It's going to earn them commercials. They do some crazy dunk. I mean, not to say that it's all about money, but we know it is, Greg. And <laughs> you got to look at those factors as well. So, yeah, you, you definitely want to try to target uh, younger players, especially with some of these props. Yep, absolutely. As Dan Leach, he does such a tremendous job over at DTM Squash Picks. Joining me right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. And, Dan, I think that we've given enough lip service to the All-Star game. I do think that there might be a little bit of value, like you were mentioning, on Luka Doncic to be able to win the MVP. But this is something that you want to tread a little bit more lightly on. And you probably want to be looking a little bit more towards the second half of the season. And are there a few teams that are really piquing your interest with regards to the second half of the NBA season that either you want to back or, in the case of perhaps the Milwaukee Bucks, I do have to point them out, that perhaps you want to fade? Yeah, listen, G-Man, I'll tell you, the Bucs are three and seven in their last 10. Oh. It is still just the first half of the season. Are they capable of, of doing something with, with Giannis and Dame and, and, and Lopez and the, the great pieces they have? Of course they are. But I, I'm, I'm looking, if, if talking about futures betting or teams that I really like, I'm, I'm always trying to find value. That's what I do. As you mentioned, I appreciate the good, the, the, the kind love for ETFSquatchFix.club. Coming up in a second, I, or a little later, I, I got to tell you a heartbreaking story about golf, though. But uh, a lot of success there by trying to target value. And to me, you look at a team that's hosting the All-Star game tonight. Do I think they're going to win the NBA title? Probably not. But the Indiana Pacers could go on a heck of a run through the Eastern Conference playoffs. I mean, I don't think anyone's beating the Celtics. But the way the NBA has gone in recent years, it's not like we're, we're you know, you're, you're looking at Michael Jordan's Bulls. It's not like you're looking at Kobe and, and Shaq's Lakers. There are teams at the top that are beatable. Are the Cavs a team I would love to be able to back? Sure, but I don't know if I can trust them to get to the NBA Finals and win it. And then when you look at the Western Conference, Greg, uh, I mean, the Timberwolves, they've been at times the best team in the NBA this year. But is there a trust factor there for them to be able to get to an NBA Finals and bet on that aspect of, you know, winning the Western Conference or winning the whole thing? It's not there, but look at the rest of the West. Aside from the Nuggets, it's teams like the Suns that continually can get there but fail. The Thunder, obviously, much younger team, SGA. They could be interesting, but they haven't been there. The Clippers have never won anything. And, you know, the Pelicans, they're a top-six team. So I'm looking at value for the, the, the sense that I think it's going to be wide open in the West. I do like, you know, what the Timberwolves' upside is, but to me— I think the Nuggets are going to be right there again. They obviously won the title last year. I gave them out like early in the season at 10 to 1, and it was the only NBA futures play I gave out the whole year. So I'll give myself a little humble brag about that. But this year, I'm not feeling like a, a team that I really love, aside from trying to find some teams over the next maybe two, three, four weeks, heading into the second half and start off well. A team like maybe the Pelicans that could start climbing up. And I mentioned, obviously, uh, you know, the Thunder are a young team, but they could be exciting. 
come playoff time. So those are the teams I'm looking at right now. But to me, in the end, the Celtics are going to win the East, and then the West is going to be a free-for-all, and I'm going to really look to see where teams are at towards the end of the regular season to really know how I'm feeling about going into as far as betting the, the NBA Finals bets. But you got to find a team in the next few weeks or next month or so if you want to get some value out of the West. Yep, and I'm in total agreement with you there. It's the Celtics, and then we're searching for that number two team. Perhaps it might right. be the New York Knicks. Hey, if Joel Embiid comes back, perhaps there is a little bit of value on the Philadelphia 76ers, but man, there's a lot of ifs and buts in terms of that one, but I do agree with you in terms of the West taking a look at that, and personally, I did before the season bet the Thunder at 100-1 to to win the title. Now, I don't think that that is going to be a bet that is going to be coming through, but what's your overall outlook on them? Because I wish they would have gotten a rebounder at the deadline, but I do think that they're a team that's sneaky, although even I admitted it when I place a bet, I feel like I'm a year early on the Thunder. Listen, you got them at 100 to 1. They're second in the West. They definitely, I told you that West is going to be wide open, I think. I love what you did there. I did not have the moxie or, you know, the feeling of that before the season because I knew they were going to be a team on the rise, but they're so young, it was going to take some time. But you look, you listen, you look at what Giddy's been able to do. And obviously, we mentioned SGA and Chet Holmgren, the youngster. Uh, you know, they've got, they've got good bench and role players and Jalen Williams. I just think that that's a team. That won't, it's, it's like my Detroit Lions. I'm wearing my brand new Lions shirt here in honor of being on your show because you're my favorite. Yeah. And Brian, Brian Ortega, the great producer. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. When you look at the Lions, they were a team on the rise, and they weren't ready this year to win at all, but they will be soon. The Thunder, same type of thing. Maybe not this year, but definitely in the next couple of years, they're going to be a team very dangerous in the playoffs. They are going to be very dangerous, and there's quite a few dangerous teams that are starting to rise up in college basketball as well. We're going to be taking a look on that front next with Dan Leach. He does an absolutely tremendous job breaking down the college basketball front, and he's going to be joining me next to take a look at Monday and just a few future splice in general right here on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You are looking for a betting edge on college basketball. The VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get our daily best bet emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming college hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access VSIN.com. Their exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. Visit VSIN.com slash pro to subscribe today. That is VSIN.com slash pro. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. It is great to be rejoined by Dan Leach. He does an absolutely tremendous job looking on so many different fronts. You're able to catch him on DTM Squash Picks Club. And Dan, I know that you had yourself a eventful weekend to say the least when it comes to golf. You've got quite a story here. So I'm buckled up, ready for safety and we'll let you go. All right, well, let's just say this. And I love I love golf. It's one of my greatest and strongest suits. We've I've cashed a lot of money for my clients, as you mentioned, at DTMSquashPicks.club. And we know that gamblers love hearing great stories, but also heartbreaking stories. So I got a quick one for you. First off, it's been a, a, a good you know start to the season, three outrights the last five weeks. So I'm, I'm enjoying helping people make some cash and winning it myself. And I did give out Will Zalatoris this week uh, at a top five. So we at least we cashed the top five, barely. Uh, but I'll just tell you this. Last night, I was looking for some value to, to give out to my clients and also to take myself because I just I wasn't trusting the top of the leaderboard with the way the Cantley finished. And, you know, Zalatoris is just getting healthy again. So I was trying to find some value. And I, I thought to myself, all right, you know, Xander Shoffley, I feel like he's, you know, he, he played well at the end of the round. He's, he's, he's coming off a couple good rounds. 
he's the guy three and a half or so to one. And I had a, you know, one of those profit booths. So I, I, I used that. And I'm like, all right, this sounds great. But before I did that, and I thought about it for 45 minutes, I was looking at the guys at minus eight. So I'm like, you know, 600, 700 is not crazy. If the leaders stumble, guy could get there. And I, of course, I had in my bet slip, Hideki Matsuyama, 125 to one with 25%. I was going to bet $40. I would have won 8,600. Oh. And I was seconds away. I mean, it's, I'm not, listen, people bet $5, probably bet $5,000. Not like $40 is, you know, nothing, but it's not that much money. It's my normal bet size anywhere between 22 to, to 50 on a golfer, week in, week out. I was seconds away, seconds away from clicking that bet. And of course, Greg, I did it. I took my man X Shoffley. I love him, but he, he blew it. And Hideki Matsuyama had one of the greatest rounds in the history of golf and almost tied the course record at Riviera on a Sunday, night under 125. Greg, I just, please, it's going to be tough to sleep tonight. Yep, I'm sure that it is going to be. We appreciate you sharing that, though, because I'm sure that there are so many people out there that there's a saying that sometimes the best bets are the ones not made. In this case, it's a case of the opposite. Yeah, so. if it wasn't in my bet slip, I wouldn't care, but it was in the bet slip, Greg. Just make the bet. Make It's five packs of cigarettes. What's going on? Oh, man. That's like, that's not even a half a trip to Texas Roadhouse for me. So, nope. oh, man. That's rough. Yep. So you do need to get yourself some Texas Roadhouse. That'll make you feel a little bit better about that. And we need to get ourselves some college basketball as well. And is there anything in particular that you are going to be taking a look at in terms of Monday car? Because as we know on Mondays, it's a lot of the MIAC, the SWAC, the Southland. And I always do think that there's value as long as you're taking a look at these conferences. But these are, shall we say... Conferences aren't necessarily mainstream. And then you do have your few power conference games that are going to be popping up with Big Monday. Anything that you are taking a look at for Monday? Yeah. And Greg, normally I like to look for that MIAC back value type stuff on a Monday because everyone's betting, you know, the lines aren't always the greatest unless you get it early on those ESPN or the nationally televised games. But I actually like both of them. And I like both the dogs. And it started with that Virginia, Virginia Tech game. Obviously, Virginia had found themselves not playing great several weeks back. They've really come together. And I just think that team is going to be super dangerous come this time of year, come conference tournament time, and obviously in, in the NCAA tournament. And they're catching a you know two and a half to three at Virginia Tech. I know it's a rivalry game. I know Virginia Tech's been top of home, but I like the value of, of Virginia getting the two and a half or three on the road. The way they've been playing lately, I, I'm all about that. But I even more so my play of the night. I just can't. I understand that unless you're Kansas somehow, uh, you know, after Oklahoma blew that 11 point lead. No one of the Big 12 wins on the road. But Iowa State is catching almost 10 at Houston. Houston's incredible. They could win the whole thing. I know that. That is way too many points for a team at Iowa State, a Cyclones team, that is playing some of, the, in my opinion, some of the best basketball of anybody in any conference the last few weeks. So I'm all, I am all. I think the line should be 6.5, but it's all the way up to 9.5. And, and I think maybe we're going to see it kind of stay there, maybe go down to 9. I can't imagine it goes to 10. But I am all about the Cyclones in that top 10 matchup coming up uh, tomorrow night. Give me Iowa State all day, every day. And I'll watch. Uh, Houston win by 30. No, but I just feel like that's way too many points. I know how great Houston is, and Houston is at home, and they're keeping games lower scoring. But I, there's no way I'm not taking almost double digits at Iowa State. And heck, Iowa State was able to win the first time around. Now, Hilton Magic is a little bit of a different beast itself, but I'm right there with you. I think that this line is a little bit overinflated. I set my line at eight personally, so 
We are in lockstep there as Dan Leach does great work over at DTM Squash Picks Club. Joining me right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network, and Houston and Iowa State are two teams that we did see with regards to the committee's bracket reveal on Saturday. And now we're getting to that time of year where March Madness, it is just around the corner. Personally, I do think that there's a little bit more value with regards to conference tournaments rather than looking at the NCAA tournament right now. We'll dive into that in a second. But were there any takeaways from you in terms of the committee's top 16 and how you're just taking a look at the landscape of college basketball, whether there be a team or two that's popping up, whether they be a little bit overvalued or undervalued? I'll tell you this, Greg. Uh, first off, <laughs> UConn is ridiculous. Yes. I mean, I, I know they're you know they, they beat a, a team that shouldn't even be playing in Division One yesterday, but it's it's just they're so so good. And the problem is when it comes to the NCAA tournament, as you all know, being the the massive you know college basketball genius that we all know and love, it's so tough to win those you know those tournament games six in a row to get the national championship cut down to that. It's, there's so much parity now. Look at Purdue, you know, losing as a, you know, as a one seed. Look at all these different teams that are losing as one, two, and three seeds in the first round and the second round. In fact, we finally saw that UMBC uh, 16 over one against Virginia a few years back, and then we saw it again. It's it's so tough these days, which is great for us as basketball fans and batters because there's a lot of value on teams that might not have had a chance 15, 20, 25 years ago. But UConn is just at another level. And obviously, four and a half to one, there's no value there to me as far as, uh, you know, betting them to cut down the nets. But looking at a team, even though they just lost, uh, you know, I like Marquette. I like Marquette at 25 to one against a team that sets up well for a tournament run. So I'm looking at them. Obviously, Houston at almost 10 to one. There's value there because they're just so ridiculously good. Iowa State, you just saw me give them a few of praise. Uh, and the way they've been playing lately, they're 20 to one to win it all. Kansas is starting to, you know, even though they not, they're still a top 10 team, they have been most of the year. They're starting to really look like that kind of team that can make a, you know, a long term uh, or long, you know, a, a full tournament run. So I've looked at those kind of teams right now. I like the value on Kansas, by the way, at 25 to one. But how do you bet against Connecticut, Greg? They're just so good. And unless they play a terrible, well, I don't say terrible, unless they play a bad game. And you play your best game in a one-and-done situation of the NCAA basketball tournament, very, it can be very tough to beat those guys. Yep, and I think that it is so interesting to take a look at the last aspect that you just mentioned. It's a one-and-done tournament, and how much when it comes to taking a look at college basketball features do you want to look at the national title versus these conference tournaments? Because the big reason why I really don't dive in a lot on futures is that I look at college basketball, even with UConn being as dominant as they are, I still think that there's bad matchups out there for them. And you get the wrong matchup. You just don't know the seeds for the NCAA tournament and things can go awry. Meanwhile, in the conference tournament, yeah, you might not know the exact team that they're going to be playing against at every single round, but you have more of an idea of what a team needs to do to be able to get through and win that conference tournament. Yeah, that's where all the, all the fun is, Greg. Because a lot of these teams, obviously, a, a team like Houston, a team like UConn, they know they're in. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt they're in. And they can be playing a team that's on the bubble. And we've seen this happen so many different times where a team on the bubble, you know, isn't going to be in the tournament unless they win two or three tournament games. They beat like the top seed. They beat one of the top three seeds and they go on a big run. And I look at it. I mean, obviously, Virginia is firmly in the tournament, but the ACC, you can get Virginia 12 to one right now to win the ACC tournament. Of course, North Carolina is a big favorite. Uh, or I'm sorry, that's to, to win the regular season. But you're going to have value on Virginia to to run through the ACC tournament and, you know, they're, not that there's teams that are being slept on, uh, you know, at the top of these, you know, the bottom of these conferences, but that's the kind of team you want to look for when it comes to value. Because when you look through these conference tournaments, 
a lot of these teams that are they're not resting on their laurels, like knowing they're going to get in for sure. But you're going to see teams. You want to look at these teams that have good odds that are fighting for bubble spots that have the ability to go on a run. Like UConn did that one year where they were eight and eight in the, the Big East before they went on that big run and went to the national championship game and won it with Kevin Walker. You've got to look for value when it comes to the conference tournaments. And I'm looking at a team like Virginia, looking at a team like Iowa State when it comes to winning their conference tournament. Yes, I do think that there's a lot of value taking a look at that conference tournament. And I do think that we are in for a great next few weeks of college basketball. Dan, I know you're going to be immersed in it. I know you've been doing a great job on the golf front. Don't be deterred as to what happened this weekend because you always do a great job on that front. And Dan, your time is always appreciated here on the show. Thank you so much. The dream is alive. I celebrated Jackie's win with some sushi tonight. So I'm all, it's all good. We're moving on to next week. Absolutely. We like to hear a good meal and we always love the just great insights of Dan. Always do appreciate him joining us. And we were talking a little college basketball. We do have some interesting games for Monday. We've hit a lot of the, shall we say, smaller games on the card for Monday. How about if we dive in on the Big 12 next on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet does not hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Utilize the promo code of VSIN when you sign up because over at DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be joined by Dan Leach as per usual. He does such a good job taking a look at so many different things, whether that be golf, NBA, football, you name it, he does it. And while we were away at break, the Minnesota Golden Gophers, they do get the job done. They are now 22-3 and against the spread. I cannot remember ever seeing a college basketball team on this sort of a Herculean terror against the spread, but Minnesota, 
They cash all numbers 81 to 70. So if you add the over, regardless of your number, regardless if you took that before the game or during the game, that pretty much cashed on all of them. And Minnesota able to get the job done right now as they do this. We've got a, a nice barn burner going down as well between UCLA and Utah. We've got about 1249 remaining in the second half. UCLA just hit a three to be able to go up 49 to 46. Live number on this game if you're looking at it. UCLA laying three and a half points. Live total is at 143 and a half. So we'll keep you guys abreast as that one is going to be going final, but we do need to get you guys set for Monday as well. So that's really the last game on the card for Sunday. And now we turn it forward to what is, like I said, a little bit of a smaller Monday, but you do have two nice power conference games involving the Big 12. And then you've got the nice ACC game as well. So how about if we take a look at a little bit of the later game since we did it with Dan, the Iowa State versus Houston game, which I'll give a little bit more on that a bit later. But do want to start with Kansas State versus Texas, 887-888 on the card. Texas, they are back being a favorite of nine points so on this game it is 139 and a half and so interesting to take a look at this Kansas State team because they are pretty much the exact opposite of what they were a season ago Kansas State last season they weren't necessarily so great on defense but they were a really good offensive team this year Kansas State has just not been able to get it going on the offensive side of things and the biggest reason why has been turnovers their turnovers on a per possession basis number is outside the top 325 in all of college basketball. Now, they don't go up against a Texas team that is doing a tremendous job of ripping the ball away. It's not like they're generating no turnovers whatsoever, but at the same time, this is a Texas team that they're looking to play a little bit more man-to-man -man defense. They're looking to shut down the three-point arc, what have you. And this has been a Texas team that has been quite a bit better with regards to their defense at home rather than on the road. And when it comes to Kansas State, they certainly do have their home and road splits as well. But for Texas, I do think that they should be able to do a solid job of be able to take hold of this game with their backcourt because you do have Tyrese Hunter, who's really become, or you've had Mr. Hunter, who's been able to do a solid job, being able to give you about four and a half assists per contest. He pairs very well with Max Eastmiss. Eastmiss, their top scorer, giving you about 15 to 16 points per contest. Shoots it relatively well from three-point range. And then Ithiel Horton is someone that's able to come in off the bench is able to pop it from three. But what I do think is going to keep Kansas State relatively lively in this game, they've done a better job of being able to hit the glass this year than in past years. And for Kansas State, while they're not quite the same defense when they're away from home, they're giving up about 6.9 points more per one-arm possessions when they leave home. That's not the world's worst split. You've got David Ngesson, who's been able to give you about six rebounds per contest. Arthur Kaluma has really become a nice, well-rounded player. 15.5 points, 7.5 to 8 rebounds per game. The big key is this team needs to find a little bit more three-point shooting. You had Tyler Perry in the team's last game. Be able to give the team right around like 15, 16 points, but he went 0 of 6 from three-point range and Kansas State as a whole. They're outside the top 270 with regards to their three-point shooting percentage. Meanwhile, we've got a Texas team that's really totally solid on that front, but with Texas, other than Dylan Mitchell hauling in there about nine rebounds per game, and Dylan DeSue has been very well-rounded as well. This team doesn't have a lot on the glass, and I do think that that's going to keep Kansas State relatively lively in this one. And I do think that this is a circumstance where that late-game fouling, I think that this is going to be a relatively tight game, is going to be able to allow you to be able to get that over. I did set my line at eight and a half. Kansas State is down like six to eight points with a minute remaining. We all know what's going to be happening there. And for the Texas team, they've been going a little bit more up-tempo recently. They're a relatively mid-tempo team overall for the season. But I do think that they knocked down just enough threes to be able to get this total over. I do think that with Kansas State, their rebounding does just enough to allow them to hold within this spread. So did some my line in half. 
Going to be willing to take nine plus here with Kansas State. And at the 139 and a half, also a spot where I'm going to be taking a look at the over as we're diving in on the Monday college basketball card here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. Let's take a look at that other Big 12 game now. It is Iowa State and Houston, 881-882. Houston is finding themselves as favorites of nine and a half points. And your total on this game is 129. And I know that Dan was talking about in the last segment, the fact that he does like the nine and a half points with Iowa State. And I wholeheartedly agree with him. Iowa State has already taken down Houston once this year. Now, Houston is just an absolute machine with their defense at home. Houston is the number one team in all of college basketball with regards to points allowed on a per-possession basis. But, I mean, it's one of those situations where you make the bad guy more bad when they're at home. They are giving up 24.8 points fewer per one hour possessions at home rather than in a road-slash-court venue. Now, with Iowa State, they're number three in the country. There's points a lot on a per-possession basis, but they've got a similar split. They do give up 22.5 points more per one hour possessions away from home rather than at home. And it's going to be all about, can Iowa State generate turnovers? Iowa State, in terms of turnover force on a per-possession basis, a top 10 team in all of college basketball. Now, I will say this, for Iowa State, I do think that their three-point shooting percentage, while it's not quite the same as Houston. I think Houston has a better shooters overall. You've got LJ Cryer. I do think he's the best three-point shooter in this game. He's shooting right around about 37 to 38% from distance. Really love what he's able to bring to the table. I don't think it's that far off though because you've got Milan Mimosilovic. He's come in as a six-foot-eight, little bit of a combo player. He's been able to pop it really well from three-point range and I do think that Iowa State is going to be able to hold in this game. Now, Iowa State can be carved up a little bit if they don't force a turnover in the way that they do allow a few open threes. But you may recall the last time these two teams played, neither team got to 60. I'm a little bit befuddled by this 129 total just because I don't know where the points are going to be coming from out of both of these teams. Iowa State is not like dead last in the country in terms of total possessions per game, but they're not necessarily too much of a blazer. And if you look at the number last time around, it's pretty much the same total. The total the first time around was right around about 129, 129 and a half. We have made no adjustment, despite the fact that we've got a data point here where it was a 57 of 53 slog where neither team could knock down a shot to save their lives. Like, I really am confused by this. Now, I will say the first time around, Iowa State also got off to a 14-0 start ever since then. You saw Houston be able to tame it down a little bit. And I do think that Houston is going to have a nice rebounding advantage here. This is a Houston bunch as in the top 20 nationally with regards to rebound rate. Iowa State outside the top 45 as you just don't have the same size down low. I was mentioning Mimo Silovic. He's not really a guy that's going to pound the glass like a Juwan Roberts is going to for this Houston bunch. Robert Jones has been able to give you about four and a half rebounds per game for Iowa State. But I do think that for Iowa State, they do have someone that's able to match the overall efficiency of Jamal Shedd, and that's Taman Lipsby. Lipsby has been absolutely tremendous. 13 points, five boards, five and a half assists, three steals per contest. He just does it all, and Jamal Shedd is just so smart with the ball as well for this Houston team. Big reason why Houston is a top 30 team in terms of fewest turnovers on a per-possession basis. I just don't see how we get either of these teams to really exceed 65 points in this spot. I mean, we've already seen it the first time around. And I mean, in the first game, yeah, both of these teams were relatively cold from three-point range, but Iowa State was able to force 16 turnovers on Houston. I do think that they're going to be able to force quite a few turnovers once again. That's going to cause this game to be quite a bit of a slog. So circumstance where I like the under once again. I set my total more on 126 and being able to get nine and a half here with Iowa State, that appeals to me. Felt like this line should have been closer to eight. We do have a game out there in the Colonial as well, and America's favorite tag team is back at it. 885-886 on the card. 
College of Charleston, they're going to be playing us to William and Mary. You've got a nice offer here. You don't just get William. You don't just get Mary. You get both. And you get 17 points if you're willing to take the tribe of William and Mary. Total on this game, and between 151 and 151F. Makes me laugh every single time we get a William and Mary game because I always do think that that is absolutely tremendous. The, the uh, shall we say, uh, college that Mike Tomlin went to. And I do see a little bit of value here with William and Mary. I did set them as a 17-point underdog. I'm going to be willing to take the points out. For William and Mary, this team is up and very efficient. They're outside the top 330 in terms of points a lot on a per percentage basis. It's not necessarily amazing there. And they go, go up against the Charleston team that they've been now a top 65 team in terms of points scored on a per possession basis. But Charleston at this point just feels like a little bit of a hodgepodge. You've got Ben Burnham, Antti Brozovic. They combine for about 25 and a half points per contest. But for Charleston, they're not doing a great job on the glass. And while William & Mary by far is the lesser defense in this one, it's not like College of Charleston has banned down the hatches with regards to their defense either. College of Charleston is 209th in the country. There's points a lot on a per possession basis. And for William and Mary, you do have the Dorseys. They've been able to do a solid job for this team as we got Glenn Dorsey's been able to shoot it well from three-point range. He's giving you about 40% three-point shooting, 12 to 13 points per contest. Also for William and Mary, this team has been able to get quite a bit out. Chase Lowe giving you about six rebounds per game. With Charleston not being the same team on the glass as they were a season ago, not forcing as many turnovers, I do feel like we've gone a little bit too far. And William and Mary, they are a team that they slow it down, but they allow you to have a bunch of open shots. They'll knock down a few themselves. I said my total 153, looking at the over, and I'm going to be looking at William and Mary coming up next. We step into the college basketball lab right here on the Great Peterson Experience of Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.